What's up, Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers? Mike and Tony sitting at our whiskey house. First time recording on a Sunday. Feels good being here on a Sunday with a nice warm whiskey and cold whiskey, but warm going down. How are it's, you, Tony? I'm doing well, but it's weird. It's, I don't know if it's weird. I, I like Sunday. Sundays are, as my wife says, Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. She's, uh, she enjoys her Sundays and... Uh, you know what they say about Sunday fun day? It leads to a horrible Monday. <laughs> I don't know about the horrible. <laughs> I hate a but. Sunday fun day that goes wrong when you just have one too many. But I think, uh, it, I think it depends on when you have them. When you have them in the afternoon and you can get the kids in bed and then go promptly to bed, it might be better. Yeah, I But that, that might agree. be borderline alcoholic, so you gotta, we got to go off that. <laughs> we'll get away from that. But uh, good, uh, good having listeners out there. We are uh, tipping back a... A uh, really, really cool bottle today. It's actually one of the coolest actual bottles out there. I think it is the um, coolest. It is the Willet Pot Still. Um, the bottle is shaped like a pot still. It's really striking. It, as they say, it takes up a lot, a lot of room on the shelf um, at liquor stores because the the base of it is like a pot still, you know, really wide, and it's got a big gold seal right on the shoulder. Um, it's a really, really pretty bottle. It's cool uh, coming out of Willet. And if you don't know what a pot still is, a pot still is a, uh, a really a, dis, uh, a distilling apparatus that is used to distill flavored liquors such as whiskey, cognacs, things like that. It, it's pretty cool. It's, it's yeah. a cool looking yeah. bottle. Yeah. So really cool looking bottle. More, more, more onto Willet though. Willet is kind of uh, call it a famous brand. Uh, they got their uh, they're out of uh, Bardstown, Bardstown, Kentucky. Yes. Um, they got their start uh, going again in two thousand eight. And a lot of the Willet family estate lines, not what we're drinking today, are, are kind of a cult following. I mean, Tony and I have been. Oh, uh, yeah, we, we were lucky. We've we were been there to Willet. Last October, you've heard us on other podcasts. Last October, we were down there, and they just opened up their, their new tasting room, their new bar. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, it was good. We, we enjoyed it. We actually um, started our day there, which was great because we didn't um, pre-order you know, tickets or anything. But we got our own little tasting and they brought out, I don't know, four or five different different uh, bourbons. I think it was like Johnny Drum. It was um, an Eagle Ra- No, not Eagle Rob, sorry. Um, the Bardstown line. The Bardstown and the Noah's Mill. That's Noah's what I'm Mill, they of. do that sorry. on there too. Yep. Rowan's Creek. I can't remember which of the four, but we got three or four of them. Obviously, there was a Willet pot in there. And I think they actually give you a taste of some of their family estate at some of the levels, which is just a fantastic. So I mean, their, their family estate bourbon is anywhere from... Well, it's really old, but the Willett family makes bourbon from two year to twenty eight year, and um, the the Willett family and they're estate, sourcing all that juice. That's not all their stuff. Most so of it's some, not some, there. Some some say it comes from Heaven Hill. Um, back to back to their place though. I've said it about other places, but it's a special place. You pull in on this winding road. It's the black gray kind of rick houses you know dot in the landscape and then you get to this beautiful spot and you know you might not um get their really good gravel driveway gravel road it's really cool cool. and you're in bardstown so then you stop at some liquor stores and bardstown as far as like a little town is really cool so um anyway let's 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 get into this a little bit um as far as the back what we know i'll I'll give you a little background so a little background on on willet is um the willet distributing Distilling Company, sorry, was founded in uh, 1936. So it's been around for a while. Okay. Um, they've, it's a family owned. I think they're in their fourth or fifth generation. Um, the, the crazy part about Willet is that it stopped distilling whiskey um, in the 1980 ish range. I don't remember Why'd the exact year. 
You know, the they were making good juice and they just stopped. Well, during the 1970s energy crisis, those were, those were tough years for bourbon, though. Those I, were, I mean, those I, were tough years I'm not for that old. I, I was born around this time, I guess. But during the 70s energy crisis, the company actually switched from producing whiskey to producing ethanol for like a special type of fuel. And unfortunately, that strategy failed. And shortly afterwards, the the uh, facility actually closed down. So in the early eight, 1980s, they actually closed down for a while. Then in 1984, the current owner's family, they actually purchased this this distillery, and they renamed it to uh, Kentucky Bourbon Distilleries. And Kentucky Bourbon Distillers mm. is KBD is what it's known as. And KBD is whose fingerprints are all over a bunch of those bourbons we spoke about earlier. Yep. So uh, that's people, if, if you kind of do a little extra research on your own, you kind of look up KBD and some of that, some of that stuff that was coming off the, uh, off the line from them, um, blended and, and made by them is, is some really special stuff from back then. But there's a lot of stuff that you'll see at your regular, your regular liquor store. I mean, there's, there's things from Noah's Mill to Rowan's Creek to Johnny Drum to Old Bardstown. And those are good things Kentucky if you like Vintage. this, I mean, if you like this, this you still, um, g- g- you know, try those out. If you like this, then then why not move on to those? Because well, they, 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 they make you know and what? they blend all of them. I think we spoke enough about the company. Let's talk about the bourbon. Yeah. What so, do you think? So I, um, yeah, let's get into, let's get into the nose. Uh, right off the bat, it's, it's a little. Oh, wait a minute. It's wait kinda, a minute. Oh, cheers. Cheers, buddy. Mike. It's a little citrusy to me r- right away, um, which not a bad thing, but I don't really love citrus notes like. You know, kind of orange and lemon and stuff like that, but it's only on the nose, and it's pleasant. Um, I agree. You know what I get at the got very a good end? Amount of it's got a it's got a sugary sweetness. I'm gonna we, at the very end. I got something for you. Almost like a like a buttered popcorn at the very very end. Pop. I don't know. What do you think? I, I, I guess I've something. said before. I'm not gonna disagree with you, Tony. I'm not going to disagree with you. Oh, that. you can disagree. I don't care. Okay, so we disagree let's, all the time. Um, cheers again. Cheers again. Let's go into... No, cheers me. Thank you, sir. Uh, Sorry, I was sipping. Let's go into the sip. So, since I was sipping when I was supposed to be cheering, I guess I'll start this. Um, I, 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 uh, my first taste is honey. Mm. I get the honey. Um, you know, like I told Joe in some previous podcasts, I'm trying to stay away from using vanilla and caramel and... The, the very easy things that all bourbon are. So I'm trying to pick out different nodes that I think just makes this a little different than others. And I would say mine is honey. I would say um, I'm getting, as I said before, kind of the notes of a kind of a sugary kind of pecan pie. Um, Ooh, I'm getting I like that. I'm getting that kind of pecan flavor with a sweet um, kind of, um, toffee, but I, I will say it's kind of like a prickly spice on the on the tip of your tongue. Do you get that? Yeah, I, I get a little Because there's tingle. rye in it. There's rye in it. Definitely. A little tingle. You know what we didn't talk about is the mash bill because it's undisclosed. 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 But, Tony, Tony but did I did a little digging, research, did, did some digging. Did, did a little digging and, and found, I found, I think you said a 72 corn. I did, I did. So I found a place that, um, it, uh, Whiskey Advocate, which is a big... Um, Big publishing company that does these really, it's a really good uh, source for information. If you're looking to just, if you want to know what other people think and and people that are really are in the know on different bourbons, it's a good publication. And what it referenced was a mash bill of 72 corn, 13 rye, and 15 barley. 
totally makes sense to me with my tasting. It also makes sense because of how much I like this with the 70 plus corn. Um, the ride does not stick along for me, which, which let's, let's go right into the finish because that kind of, that's where we're going. So what do you think, Mike? Um, it, it kind of falls apart at the finish for me. It doesn't leave me, it leaves me wanting to take another sip to kind of wash, to wash that finish out because I like the front end palette, but, um, I kind of want to wash away this like rye, um, you know, prickliness that's kind of at the at the front of the palate, but then at the end. Yeah, I feel like the rye don't comes, love the finish. The rye <laughs> comes back um, a little hotter at the end than I'd prefer it to, but um, it, it doesn't. I don't feel like it falls off a cliff. I don't feel like it drops. I feel like it just kind of dissipates again. Um, I feel like it starts. It, it, it kind of. As I'm drinking it, it gets a little hotter throughout the drink, mm-hmm. and then it drops. Do you see what I mean? Like, yeah. So the beginning of the finish is the spice to me, and then it kind of goes away. And then I, I want, and then I want another sip very quickly, like you said. Mm-hmm. I will say I read this somewhere, but I think the best way to put put it with this bottle, uh, and we'll get into our other methods of kind of rating it, but um, it's good, but it doesn't live up to its fancy packaging. Meaning, like the bottle is absolutely gorgeous. And you want something to come out of there to be absolutely special and perfect, yeah. and it and it's just not. But it's and also again I, under fifty dollars. So like, let, well, let's, let's get into get to it. Let's your sip. So are you sharing it? I'm definitely sharing this. I I think that this. I honestly, this is another one that I I do. There's like three or four different bourbons that I give to people as gifts a lot, and this is one of the ones. And I think this one, just what Mike was saying, I give this away more because the bottle is so unique, not as much as that the bourbon is so special. Not that the bourbon is bad. I want to make sure I clarify that. And I'll obviously finish that with my rating at a later point. But I think that the bottle is, is first class. So I, uh, Tony and I have talked about this. The bottle is so perfect and it's a reasonable price. It is a wonderful gift. You hand someone this and it's like you it just... It sits on you, their bar. You, it, it just sits, sits there. Yeah, they, they, they save it. They talk about it. They cherish it things like that um so i would say i would definitely share it i would share it as a gift uh, and i would sh- i would definitely share it with friends L- to to talk a little about about the sharing method i i think what tony and i want to get at is sometimes a price or something being special um leads to you know you kind of saving it a little bit but the the share piece is as far this as bur- one, as far as bourbon goes and i would say this is an average um available bourbon like you're gonna find this at bars but you're not gonna you're not gonna or i'm sorry not bars at, at, at liquor stores but this isn't going to be sitting on the shelf every day yeah it's just not so this is this is one of those ones that you you have to hunt a little bit for it not where a i lot, was going with but, my share point is that tony and i share whiskey all the time yeah we're a, together we're and with friends <laughs> because that that's really what it's all about so um influence i would say um I, I love the Willet as uh, a brand, beautiful bottle, um, not really doing it for me in the, in the way of um, something that I uh, am in love with, but, but, but it's good. Yeah, no, I, for me, the influence is good. It, I think that when they changed it probably from a single barrel to the small batch, and they did that, I think, in 2015, it, it probably took a little bit away from it, but it obviously probably got it more the same throughout, you know what I mean, where it was more of a consistent you know, um, taste every time because when you're doing small batch, you get a little bit better. Yeah, you get a little bit better. Yeah, we um, don't talk about consistency a lot. Sorry. Yeah. Finish your thought. No, that's exactly what I was saying. And this, and this to me, um, is right there. I, 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 I would say that I like this. I don't think this would be in my top 
20 favorite bourbons that I'm going to go grab. But when I see this on somebody's shelf, the first thing I say is, dude, that's a freaking great bottle. Yeah. And then price, uh, I, I kind of go with good, not great. I mean, in that 40 to $50 price range, you can find stuff. I think it's that, actually closer to 50 Mike. I think it's yeah. not. I, and I agree with your good, not great, because it's 50 It's not really 40 You're not going to find it at 40 It's 50 and you're going to see it higher than that in some places. Um, like, I was just at a store, um, you know, like, 15 miles away from here and they had the 1.75s for a hundred bucks. And I don't think that that's a bad price. I think it's a great price for a 1.75, but at the same time, it's such a cool bottle because they keep the same bottle for the 1.75s. They're yeah, just and monsters. It's humongous. They're yeah, just it's, monsters. It's just really huge yeah. and cool. So, all right, well, let's uh, you want me to give it a rating. Let's wrap up here. Yeah, I guess uh rating. I'm going to go with a three. I was I was thinking three point two five. I was thinking this is uh, similar. Always to, throwing a little. This little, this little one to me. On there, this one to you? me is 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 uh, very. If you listen to our a couple podcasts ago, our our makers forty six. This is an interchangeable one to me. This is just one that gets you kind of excited. This, I, the, you know the, what? The shape the of the bottle. bottle just brings you back <laughs> to just. Like old school, like come on! Sitting with your family in Kentucky, like knowing just... somebody that's got a moonshine place somewhere that's got this same pot that's made out of something that's you're not supposed to be drinking out of. So, did your family ever sit around like the dinner table and talk about pot stills? Is that what? No, they we didn't. My family is not a big drinking family. As crazy as that sounds, but. <laughs> My mom, like I told you, my mom loves, uh, she loves her makers. So she was happy that we did a little 46 uh, tasting. Um, but yeah, we, we are not big uh, drinkers growing up. We just didn't, I just Which I think fell probably, in love with this. I it's just, like I, Ireland. Everyone on Ireland drinks. No, nope, probably not. Just like Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> Does everyone in Kentucky drink bourbon? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe they, not. Maybe I think the like, majority do. Maybe like something else. <laughs> so... Uh, all right, well, let's wrap up here. Um, this was uh, this was fun doing a Willet kind of uh, a, again Willett's a special awesome. place. Tony and I have been there, so special to us. Uh, let's. Uh, what are we doing on our on our outro? Today? You know what? We're gonna do something a little different. So a few podcasts back, our buddy Lee was in here. He did a uh, did a. He didn't realize I was recording, and because when you sit here, you just record stuff. And I recorded him doing a Bruce Springsteen song. So. Let's end with it. Let's end with it. You want to do it? Yeah, let's do I it. I don't know. I hope he doesn't care. Leave. All right, guys. Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers. Uh, we take care of the whiskey so you can focus on who you're drinking it with. Love it. Let's do Mike it. Mike and Tony, Shy Tucky, baby. 